0: The podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One of my
1: good days. I don't know if this is the <laughs> best day. Yeah. When I turned eighteen. Oh hell yeah. My dad uh, gave me a hundred dollars, which looking back, not nearly enough. <laughs> and me and my two friends, who are eighteen as well, we went to a strip club in Baltimore. Oh okay. I've been to I've been to three strip clubs in my life. Probably the best one was in Baltimore. Yeah, I mean, I definitely yeah. like the laws are very loose there. Because this is what I thought all strip clubs were. And I think <laughs> this was summer, but... I mean, so fully naked. They were fully naked. Um, they they would give lap dances. Yes. Uh, fully naked, though. Oh, wow. Fully naked. That's unusual. I was 18. I had never had <laughs> sex yet. I had not had sex yet. And so they would they would bring you to the chair, and they would play one song. You paid 30 $40 for one song or whatever. Okay. And they would put down... Like uh, A some kind of towel, because <laughs> because they you know they, they were naked, they were rubbing on you. Yeah, and I mean again, so is that
0: is that? Is, that, is that for for their consideration or for your consideration? I think it's probably I think it's for <laughs> mine because they yeah, were cause yeah.
1: this woman, so she was naked and she was like you know she would like swing her breasts in front of you and it would like hit you kind of and yeah. You're like, well, that's the, that's what you're paying for. Yeah, <laughs> and then she fingered herself. Oh, and gave me a wet willy with oh. her finger, oh. <laughs> and I—I I was 18, and this was just—it was a very—it was thrilling, it was exciting, yeah. Because nothing like this had ever—I had not had sex with someone, so for someone to penetrate me. <laughs> Before that was, was uh, very
0: – very it was cool. And that probably changes your expectation of – you know because I've never heard of that. I've never heard of yeah. the, the, the finger – well, not that I, it's outside my realm of, of comprehension. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. And, you know, but then from then you might be like, well, maybe that's a thing that people do. Uh, sh- sure. Yeah. No one's ever done it
1: to me since. <laughs>
0: yeah. uh, intimate partners or – Is that folks. why you and your girlfriend are breaking up? Uh, yeah. that, that, <laughs>
1: no. <laughs> um, it, it's uh, – and then I remember we needed more money, and the ATM machine has, like, a $10 surcharge. Oh. Instead of... That's,
0: that's a lot, especially for, What are you, you going to do? Where yeah. are you going to go? Are you no, going yeah, go to go? the No, club? there's no options. Go to a Bank point. of America? Yeah. You're stuck. <laughs> so that was a fun day. Yeah, it was a very fun day. It's a fun... Yeah, the, the the initial... The first time I went to a strip club was... Um, I took the bus to school growing up, and um, we always passed by the strip club called Ricks. 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 Just a uh, you know, mm-hmm. not, not even... You know, sometimes strip clubs will try to, like, advertise that there's strippers in there, like a girls, girls, girls kind yeah, of situation, yeah, yeah. not even just, just fucking Ricks. And it was always a joke. We'd walk by, we'd, we'd go by, and, you know, you're in sixth grade, and someone's like, we should go to Ricks later, <laughs> And yeah. then the first summer after uh, college, I was, like, back home in Seattle, and I, like, had an internship. I was, like, making money for the first time. And I was like, you know what? None of my friends are home. I was sad. I was like, sure. you should know, go to Ricks. That's, you're supposed to be sad. That's it's, what it goes yeah. for. <laughs> So I was in the proper headspace for it, and uh, I called in, <laughs> and I go, uh, I go. Do you have any strippers there uh, with large breasts? Oh my <laughs> no, God! Go. Are I you serious? I am. I am. I am. What did they say? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yes. That's, yeah. that's the business model. <laughs> and even if
1: they didn't, the Kyle McDonalds. Do you have French fries? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Ah, we're out today actually. Sorry about that. They would have lied, but I, I, I walked in and I was like, uh, hi, I am I'm, I'm interested in a lap dance. And they're like, Oh, uh-huh. you're the you're the large breast guy and I was like, Yeah, that's oh me. Oh my god. And there's not this is this is during the day. There's not a lot of people there. And and I, I, I got a lap dance and uh, she was talking about she's like, Oh, I'm a teacher too, but you know, it doesn't make as much money. I'm like, Ah, oh, this is this is every bit as sad as I could have possibly Do you imagined. remember how much money it was? Um, I wanna say it was like 40 dollars or something like that that sure. also could be because that was a number that you just said sure sure i do think it'd be funny each state that's like the legal it can yeah only do $40. and then they always play a short
1: ass song they yeah i like the reprise of something <laughs> uh, uh that's it's it's our, our male psych- psychology takes i was in europe and the male psychology it's just like we're victims to it like i remember yeah. just being in this trip club in europe I was alone backpacking after college. Wonderful. And, like, I was, like, talking to a stripper. And I, like, had this, like, deep thought of, like, oh, she, of course, like, is pretending to like the customers. Yeah. But she knows that I know that. (laughs) And, like, underneath, like, the show business of it all, I do think we have some kind of chemistry. And she's probably in her head just like, I, this is... This, this guy, this little... guy, I, boy, he doesn't have money. He's a college kid.
0: Yeah, slash, like she's she's not even like thinking of you as a person at that point. Like people yeah. talk about like you, like men objectifying the strippers, but like for the strippers, the the men are just these like coming in. They have dollars. They're not people to the strippers sure. at that point. And so they're not fucking. They don't give a shit about. You. Yeah, in the best possible way for them, you know, empowerment and whatnot.
1: But I did, I did when I was in Europe. I did though, I did, uh I did one thing. I saw like a. a I I was too scared though have a sex worker yeah yeah because i was just terrified of an std yeah i think that's a fair yeah it's fair but at a certain point you just gotta live your fucking life i don't know yeah yeah. i keep telling myself you gotta but uh uh, so (laughs) i think that's a deep regret you have i think you're probably you know (laughs) sure i think i was always amazed when i got to talk to friends in college how many of them were having unprotected sex in general (laughs) yeah like because i was not i was i would that would be insane no i have gotten condoms uh, late at night like tough like I remember once I was at a, a, some kind of festival and a, a person and I we, we wanted to hook up but none of us had a of it was like 2 in the morning Yeah, and I mean I went up to I think 3 different guys that we passed just walking on the street I was like hey brother <laughs> My brother, you see the, brother the, the, the man, yeah. man, man to man. Can you please, please, please? please do you have so a you condom what I'm going through? Yeah, and I got one. I wow, got one. yeah. There we go. But they were scared, like as I approached, just like I would be it tough, scared. It's a tough ass.
0: <laughs> yeah, any, any any man approaching you at 2 a.m. is not, you know, the best case scenario for that interaction is not that positive. I would do it.
1: I would. I think if I had a condom on me, oh, I would on some random guy. Though that's like a big. That's like three dollars
0: or something. Oh. What are condoms? I mean individu- individually, I guess if you buy uh, if you buy a large
1: <laughs>
0: Yeah. Are yeah, you buying the largest? <laughs> well, buying the, you know, Those large very packs are, are
1: really overwhelming because sometimes they last longer than an entire relationship.
0: Yeah. You're you're like thirty thirty-two, sixty-four sometimes. <laughs> oh man. To be clear, i bought an, I, I purchased one large pack and we're we're still going on that, baby. So yeah, you know. Yeah. variety or single? Variety. It's like a, like, a single-use. I didn't know they no, had a no,
1: variety. Not, not single-use. They're all single-use <laughs> oh, no. at this <laughs> point. That's olden times. No, I didn't go with the reusable
0: condoms. That was not... Uh, Sometimes I like, like a variety. I
1: don't know if I'm just like... I think I just do ultra-thin at this point. Yeah. Yeah. I remember being... When I was in high school, I was like, ribbed. Yeah. Ribbed will make them
0: These tiny little nodules. I'm sure they can feel that. They'll notice this. Yeah. <laughs> But like that's probably which is what his dick is like. So yeah. Sure. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Well sweet. Uh how are we feeling today? How are you how are we doing this fine morning? You uh right? we uh contextually it is it is a uh, what is it? It is noon. You got up at five thirty AM. You flew uh-huh. here. But I'm
1: still on I'm still on East Coast time, so I'm not like it wasn't a, a nightmare. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It, it was, was okay. A, doable. Yeah. Um I'm okay. I've I've been cranky. Uh touring is tough. Mm-hmm. Um I did a lot of moving. I was in San Diego for three days, but it was like one resort show. Then I moved to another resort. At that first resort, I left uh, my battery and battery charger for my camera, which is probably like, I don't know, $200 overall, that battery especially. Yeah. And then resort number two – I somehow lost my AirPod case. Oh, that's the fun worst. And that that's ended up being a hundred dollars plus going to the Apple store. Because I need these I need headphones. No, now. you can't not have that. And then you look and you're like, I only made I, I made seven hundred dollars doing these gigs minus the what I just lost on this, minus the airfare, and you're like, did I break even or did I even lose money yeah. on these trips? And uh, it's hard to let it losing stuff for me really I, I feel this sense of like I can't function in society. I can't travel. I'm too stupid or something's wrong and I just
0: cannot do it. And you know, I'm lugging a lot of shit around. Yeah, so there's a certain amount of like it's you're gonna lose a non-zero amount of things when you're gone for a long amount of time, but it's also the kind of thing where I'm always disappointed with myself because every time I lose something, I go Okay, this is this is painful. I'm upset that this happened to me, and this is going to serve as a learning experience for me going forward. Yeah. and I will lose less things. And but that doesn't happen as much as you would hope it would. And
1: I tried. I, I that charger plugs into the wall. I, a couple, and this is this is the worst part. Is that I lost my headphones a couple weeks ago on a plane. Ha! I sat in the wrong chair. When I got on, I got up suddenly. I wear these sweatpants, and I love them, but they it's slippery, slippery fabric. So things no. slip out of the pockets. Yeah. And I swear to God, someone stole them. Yeah. Because I know that they were on the plane. Yeah. And I swear. And so there's only stolen. so many
0: places they could have been that you were in. There's sure. only so
1: many places. And I was scared to like, I didn't want to make an accusation. I don't want to be that guy. No, but I swear to God, they were stolen. I swear to God. I know in my heart.
0: And listen, I, I believe you. And I know how powerful it is when you have a story of you losing something that, you know, that was, st- I, I I lost a, I was at a, I was at a concert and um, my phone got stolen. And um, my friend, who also was wearing, like, you know, basketball shorts or whatever, had his phone and his wallet stolen. Um, And so, you know, we're going home, and everyone's sad about it. Uh, I checked the lost and found. Uh, A couple days later, I just, like, called the venue. They have my phone. Wow. They have my phone. They don't have my friend's phone and his wallet. So, like, you know, it's the kind of thing where, like, I told people, like, oh, my phone was stolen. Yeah, yeah, it back. And I'm like, oh, it was stolen? But, like, they're like, oh, so it wasn't stolen then. Yeah. And I was like, no, just like because he I had to explain the whole thing but then you sound like you're just irresponsible and trying to cover up your own stuff for no reason and it's I, I, I think it's it. most frustrating this to find my iPhone or they have
1: all these functions now that should help yeah, but they don't do quite enough like <laughs> I lost my phone once on a, a train and I was watching it on the map go further and further and further <laughs> away and then at some point it just like died and it went away yeah and like i need i need a function where it turns my phone into a siren <laughs> and if someone stole it they can't like i need more i it was the same thing with the headphones we, we landed the plane and i tracked it all of a sudden and i saw it but then it like it disconnected yeah and so i couldn't see if someone was leaving with the hair thing. Mm. so i'm i'm uh I'm cranky i'm uh I'm in. I'm okay. I'm in San Francisco for three. That's where I am. San Francisco for three days. Killed it. Yeah, and I can relax a little. I need
0: to just go to the gym. Go to the work gym. Work out
1: a little, and then I'll feel okay.
0: Do you find that your uh, your mental health deteriorates when you sort of like spend time alone on the road? Uh, like does like isolation kind of like do that to you yeah like, yeah, like yeah. I, I look
1: forward to it in certain ways because I'm just like I'm gonna work I'm gonna get all this work done yeah. and I and in my stand up I do get stand up done but like then I just lose I have trouble focusing and I, I, I go to like San Diego and I'm like I, I need to do the San Diego things yeah. and then I'm like but I'm still working I can't just be on vacation this whole trip sure. and then I get stressed <laughs> selecting which of the things that I do mm. and uh, I, I can become just very frustrated with the whole thing yeah Oh, and then I had I had the Don't Tell show last night. Lovely. And I did like, it was like a 35 minutes closing set. Yep. And I did this joke in the middle. And it was, it was something, it was about abortion. I had a chunk. And I had like one one-liner, uh, which this makes sense the context of like kind of how I do stand-up. But I go like, I'm pro-choice. I think women have a God-given right to choose whether or not they go to hell. And it got, <laughs> it got, it got silence. Oh, and and I heard in San
0: Diego. I mean, I don't. Yeah,
1: that's what I thought. Yeah, so I thought like. Oh, and, and it was so jarring that I had to I did that horrible thing on stage where I was like, I oh, I'm, just yeah. I'm just joking. I'm just joking. And then Kyle told me after the show that I guess another comedian earlier that night had made pretty much an identical joke. Oh. Um, which, which makes sense. It's like, it's it's a clean, I can see how people could arrive at that joke.
0: Sure, cover. but you wouldn't expect, like it's not fair to expect it. that
1: would happen.
0: Yeah.
1: But it was so funny because in the moment I thought like... Like, I had just said a racial slur. Yeah. And yeah. I felt scared that the audience had, like,
0: gone, like, oh, no. And it this was horrible. A bad guy. I wish I had known. I
1: wish someone had said, yelled out even, like, someone told that joke already. And I could have yeah. dealt with that.
0: Yeah, because then you can kind of, like, make fun of yourself. Like, I wasn't paying attention. I was fucking, you know, yeah. doing whatever it was. But, yeah. Cause, cause it, it's it's funny that that would happen on a subject such as abortion, you know, as opposed and it, to And I had like tested a, it. Like I knew it. Well, like functioned as a joke. No, I mean that's like a, that's a logical. That's a good sound
1: joke. There's but I no was I was I felt so awful for that moment, and that I show, just yeah. I just did that thing where I look back. I'm like, oh, I let myself crumble from that for a second. Yeah. But the whole time I was like,
0: oh, I'm. This is a rough set, and it was just because of that one. Yeah. Joke. That'll do it. And 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 they don't remember that the people in the audience they don't. I mean, like like if prompted, they'd probably be like. Oh the guy who closed the show he was great yeah. you know and, and and all you're thinking about is the the one joke that didn't work but you know to them they don't fucking care
1: I I so many times I listen I listen back still to every fucking thing and good man there's always like 30 40 minutes in I on stage I feel like I'm losing them I'm losing them and I listen back and I'm like you weren't like losing them that badly no you didn't have to go back to all old material you yeah. freaked out Yeah. you freaked out yeah yeah just be chill. Yeah, after forty minutes, they're gonna chill for a second. Yeah, and they're gonna want to relax.
0: They don't need to. They, they've given you their sign of approval that they they enjoy your comedy. They've given you the laughs. So let them, you know, ease yeah, yeah, off yeah. a bit. Just kind of hang. Well, uh, well, let me ask you this: what are <laughs> what are some components of a good day for you? If you're gonna design a good day from scratch, what are some things that you would want to have be a part of that? Um, for me,
1: like the the formula for being able to for me to relax and enjoy myself it has to be accompanied by some kind of work or some kind of accomplishment earlier in the day so yeah. like i i uh, if i'm going to get like if i'm going to eat like like a shitty fucking meal yeah. i want a intense workout that day yeah. Or some big accomplishment that makes you go, like, you know what? I've earned it. I I have a real deep sense of, like, you have to earn it. Yeah, 100%. And then I can relax. Because otherwise I'm just I'm, – I'm overwhelmed by a feeling of, like, I'm I'm wasting time. I'm so behind. That's just that's just how I am in yeah. my brain.
0: I mean, I think I think a lot of people are that way. And I think that, you know, it's easy to sort of think – because sometimes you'll have that where you, are like, wake up and you're like, I'm just going to be a piece of shit today. Yeah, I'm yeah, gonna yeah. I'm just going to hang out. And then you, you know – do whatever it is that you do in the morning and then you're sitting around and then, you know, 4 p.m. rolls around and you're like, I didn't, I feel awful now, and what, yeah. what am I going to do? The rest of the, like I've started off, you know, with Carl's Jr. for lunch, like in video games for three hours. I'm not going to like. That's go why turn I gave up video now. games. Like yeah. video
1: games, I think that's the reason. I, I see like trailers for video games, and I really like watch. like, oh, that looks like fun. Yeah. But I, I think like you can't the shame or the amount of time I would give to it. I just I had to go cold turkey before I went to
0: college. Yeah. Oh, before you went to college. Wow. Before
1: I went to college. Hats I, off to you. I'm glad I did because I man, I see some. Men particularly, where I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, all right, that's fine. This is your life. Go ahead. But like, you could spend four hours easy. You could spend every night playing video games. Listen, you're describing my life, and I don't appreciate it. At yeah. least <laughs> I do social media, so I, oh, I yeah, can't yeah. really compare. Good. But but uh, so for me, like when I'm trying to design a good day, yeah, it's yeah, always challenging. Um, if there's stand up in it, that's that's a variable because you're like, you hope that goes well.
0: I'd imagine it mostly goes well at this. I mean, you know, obviously, like, as you move forward, your bar for what going well is. There's versions of going well. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Because, like, sometimes it's, like, if I'm just crushing, but it's not anything, like, newish, or I'm not learning, then I feel like, what did I do? Yeah, exactly. So, So that's a struggle. But if, stand up aside, which is its own variable, if I'm doing, like, a birthday, I like to wake up, I like to write, I like to, like, do some kind of, work thing usually writing yeah i like a big solid workout um how do you how do you write what's your um which, i just write your approach all of? the time i mean if i just have writing. i just have no i, I kind of have like chunks i have a I have all sorts of old jokes that like you know there's a problem area and i have yeah, to like I'm brainstorm on that, that Yeah, and then i get it's everything it's on my phone i get stoned i write a lot of ideas and then yeah. later the editing is
0: where i'm like sitting down I'm, like that's bad that's bad that's <laughs> insane all right gotta get high again And, uh... I appreciate appreciate how optimistic I am when I'm coming up with premises. Yeah. I I wrote down, like, when adult men have bad handwriting, that's hilarious. And then you go through, I'm like, there's nothing there, really. There's nothing. (laughs) Well, I'm trying to get a little more... Now that I have these
1: longer sets, I still feel like I'm I'm more timid than I want to be. Or, like, I do Don't Tell and I want to do really well. Yeah. But, uh... I'm trying to get to a place where I can be more of those comics where I'm like men's handwriting is weird what was the problem <laughs> and then go up there and like riff it yeah and like that's that's that would be nice and I do it once in a while where I'm like but then sometimes you go up there and you're like men's handwriting is weird <laughs> fucking crazy
0: <laughs> and and it's terrible and, and awful and you go what it, what was I thinking? Um, that's but I I definitely really get that where you sort of have that in your mind It's like, that's what a comedian does. You just go up and you figure it out. But then if you have nothing, you're like, Who who am I to even try yeah. to figure that out? But I vow
1: Sometimes you do. I vow to never be one of those comics who just goes like I do all my writing on stage. Because yeah. I think half of them are fucking lying. Yeah. I, think, I think half of them like they maybe they have brains where they can really write it down in their head, but they're not all riffing. Yeah. I don't buy it for a fucking second.
0: No, I don't believe that. Yeah, you're 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 bragging to me to what end? Like yeah. you you're figuring it out, you're at least like, writing notes on your phone to whatever extent. Like, there's verbal flourishes that you kind of need to get from writing that it's yeah. hard to get purely from the stage. Yeah. And, yeah.
1: Um, so, yeah. So, it'd be uh, writing, working out. Um, I guess a show would be nice. I like... Why not, Kind so? of. But, like, ultimately, like, my, like, uh, big reward, I like group activities with friends. So, for my Wonderful. birthday, for the last, like, three or four... I've done an escape room, or ah. I've done some kind of a game-related thing. I would love to do... A directed activity. Laser tag. I would love to do like a survivor challenge. I would love something like that. Something even physical that's even better. And then after that, I'll be in a good mood. Stone, drinks, food. Ah, nothing better. One thing I do miss about like childhood that I've only had a couple times as an adult. Like, I like sleepovers. Yeah.
0: Uh, When's the last time you had a sleepover of any form?
1: Well... Uh like later during the pandemic, like once everyone was in like the bubble phase. Yeah. Like we did like You're girl, me we and like pod. A, Yeah, me and my pod, we did like, you know, the full quarantine at home, got in a car, went to someone's parent had a house in Vermont and we just Wonderful. went there for two weeks. Yeah. And like that felt sleepovery. That sleepovery. Yeah, you know, we ultimately you to, you went have to, to, have to be our own rooms. A
0: different house, though. Yeah, like, yeah, you can't be a sleepover at your own house that you stay. Sure. Like, if somebody has the option to go home, then it doesn't like.
1: I've done twice, like late, late. I was at a friend's house. It was super late. The Uber home was 135, and I stayed on the couch. Yeah. But I think there's something sweet that we don't really do as adults of like falling asleep in the same room. Yeah, with with your
0: pals and and part of it when you were I mean when you were a kid that you know it's not really the same as adults but it's like when you're a kid you, that's kind of one of the only times that you have where there's no adults around yeah. at all and so you can kind of like talk about whatever it is you want to you know, whatever girl you have a crush on yeah yeah, yeah. whatever it is
1: or I had a friend my friend Kevin I'm actually staying at his place while I'm here in San Francisco shout out Kevin I uh, we we go back to middle school and I just remember late at night like like he'd be like hey man you ever think about God. <laughs> And
0: I I'd be like,
1: Yeah. And that was it. But like it felt like, whoa, we we touched on something big.
0: Yeah. He and, wanted to bring that up and he was nervous. He he had to build up to bring that up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And whatever thoughts he had about God that he did not unearth to you, you know, during that time, like it helped him with that. So I I
1: like that. I, I just feel like there's I just feel like there's so many ways that adults don't especially guys, I think about it a lot where we, we don't express ourselves we don't have those moments of friendship and we get drunk and we get high sometimes I think just to like give us the excuse to be like kids again and be like close to each other
0: 100%
1: and it's it's I don't know, my dad's like a like a man who doesn't have friends, and I'm like, <laughs> it, makes me, it makes me like, I cannot let that happen. No, absolutely not. I think,
0: and I think women have their own, but men, I see a lot of friendless men, and I'm like, I gotta fight that. Men are especially bad, and, and I think here's the problem, is that when you're a kid, you're hanging out with your friends all the time, such that like you don't have to do, like there's no catch-up. There's no, like, how have you been? Yeah, yeah, Which allows you to evolve into just, like, talking about nothing. Yes. Which are, that's the best conversations. When you're just like, uh, which plant would you be? You know, yeah. like, that kind of thing. And as you get older, I, I hate when people feel the need to do catch-up every time you hang out with someone you haven't seen mm-hmm. for even, even, like, a week. And they're yeah. like, what's new? It's like, I've had the same week for the last eight weeks. <laughs> like, what the fuck do you want me to say here? And then, you know. People do a dinner, you know, you do a dinner, like, or something to that effect. Yeah. Hour and a half. And- That's what's hard.
1: Yeah. It's hard. I mean, I live in in, in New York City, and, and most of my friends are in entertainment in some degree. And, like, you don't see each other for so long. And you just
0: lose. Yeah. You lose something, man. So... Uh, and and also the other uh, the other sleepover thing that I think is wonderful is that you get the mornings where you get to immediately because like the you know things happen the night of and it's very fun yeah but you can't debrief something that happened that same night but then the morning after you're like that was crazy last night when he was doing this yeah and you get the you get to rehash the jokes that came up and then you get it's it's a very warm feeling and you're having some breakfast I just think it's like it's I think about I especially
1: now my friends are getting married or they have long term relationships and it's just like. Then that becomes their whole social world. Yeah. And now, part of me like, oh, I understand why people get married now because I'm like, I need someone who's legally uh, uh, required to spend time with me. <laughs> like that's like so much of it's like, do you do you do you vow to like watch the new episodes of Succession with only me? <laughs> and it's uh, Till death. Yeah. I, I think there's just so much of like. We, who do we have sleepovers with? It's whoever we're dating or hooking up with or, or marrying. Yeah. And so, like, that, it's weird. I, I don't see any time in my life where my adult friends, I have a couple dude friends, yeah. we're going to be doing sleepovers, but I wish we would. Yeah. I just think, like, everything
0: in society is like, that's weird. Yeah, but, but, but I, and, and I hate it when people sort of, like, things are labeled weird arbitrarily for no, like, practical reason. When, yeah. When, when, if you poke at that, you're like, all right, that's weird. What's wrong? Sure. Who is that hurting? Why is you know it, it's fun? It's yeah. fun if we if we all want to do the sleepover thing, and then we're you know we're giggling at night before we go to bed, and then we get to have the morning. What's wrong with that? Yeah, it would be weird if you told your friend you're like ah adult sleepover last night, like, ah. <laughs> and you got to say it like that. You got to say adult sleepover, otherwise it's like where where were you?
1: But I had one birthday. I am so appreciative of my friend because she's more she's more old fashioned. But she and her husband they had a place. I think it was like sometimes with my birthday. Cause I get depressed about it. I like don't plan anything. Of and then I have that feeling of like no one loves me. <laughs> as as if like like I wanted one of my dude well, you kind of fantasy as one of your dude friends like, hey, happy birthday. Big night planned for you tonight. I went out yeah. of my way. Yeah. But no, who does that? You're only if you're dating someone. Yeah. So I went to my friend's house like last minute and we got drunk. And I think she could just like tell I needed some love. Yeah. And so uh her and her husband, who again are not like they're not they're not like hippy dippy people, but they were like sleep on the couch. We'll get Aww. breakfast in the morning, and it felt like I'll always remember it as like oh you you knew yeah you then saw I needed me did this yeah oh that's so and sweet. I did yeah precious so so yeah when I try to structure those days it's it's work exercise and then some kind of activity with a, a, a small group of friends yeah and uh, and then we just hang
0: sounds like a hell of a day. That's, yeah. Well, uh, let me ask you this, and I know that you uh, may or may not have a declarative answer as of now, but mm-hmm. um, what is one of the best days that you've ever had? I feel like uh, one that came to
1: mind, you know, these, these days, I think, unfortunately, a, a lot of my best days and good days are tied to, to work. Of course. But I remember in high school, I was more of a romantic Uh And I think this relationship might have been the one that steered me away from being a romance. But the good day, I was in uh, Little Shop of Horrors, uh, the musical. Yep. And uh, it was the Seymour. Yep. And uh, it was junior year of high school. And it was a fun role. And it was like, it was my... I was just a junior, but it was like, I got... I finally got the lead and I had worked towards it. And felt very... It was such a fun show to be a part of. And I felt felt like... um, it's the validating. leader of the theater program and th- all these cool things. Yeah, and, um, and and
0: within your own universe, at the t- like that's it's interesting because you know you have all these things happen in high school that like looking back you're like that was insignificant or whatever, but like that's your entire world sure. at that point in time. There's nothing more important than like getting that part. So yeah, that must yeah, have yeah. felt fantastic.
1: It did. It did. And um, I just wish I had known that it was my peak. <laughs> and I, uh, I had I had this a. Uh, 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 it's always weird when I talk about old relationships. I they were it was a girl. Yeah. But then sometimes when you talk about girls as a thirty-three-year-old man, like it just feels weird. So sometimes <laughs> I refer to them as women, but yeah. like they were not women. <laughs> they were girls, and I was a boy. And I uh, <laughs> the the costume designer was she was a grade below me. She was a sophomore, Ooh. and um we had had just like I think it was just like my first. Girlfriend that I had ever like done more than uh, made out with, and, th- and this, this was the costume designer. This was the costume designer. Got okay, and so like it was just like it was a mix. If you look back and you're like, were there feelings there? Or was I just filled with lust? Yeah, just a crazy horny kid. <laughs> but like the first, the first woman who like her parents were out of town and she had me sleep over at her place, and that felt just like the sleepovers. Like again, yeah. like whoa, just amazing. <laughs> it's
0: happening, amazing, and. uh... I mean, was, I, 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 I feel like irrespective of, like, if it is, you know, lust or sort of, like, you know, whatever it is, components that, like, lead to love, the validation is there. Yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, like, this person... For sure. Whatever it was, they chose to, like, spend time with me, and, like, I'm not going to question that, and I'll take that as whatever love it happened to be. Yeah. And, like, early
1: on in the relationship, I, like, wanted to say, oh, I love you. Yeah. So, so early on. <laughs> so early on. And now I'm, like... <laughs> it's a nightmare to
0: give it to say I love you. Uh but it's, it's funny how it's funny how flippant you can be like early on with that, like in your first relationship where you say that though. Because sure. I feel like my attitude was that like, well, I say I love you about stuff all the time. Like I love I love this kind of sandwich. I yeah, love yeah, like, yeah. you know, my buddy Dan. Like I love whatever. It's like, why you should it be any different? And then you say it and then you eventually break up and you're like, Oh no, 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 it's it's quite different. It's, quite different. it's quite different. And and
1: then you every time you break up that's that's where my cynicism, I think, was active. Is every breakup I've ever had because you believe in a moment, you are like, "Is this forever?" Yeah. I remember in fifth grade, I had a, I was dating. This is a low, low case <laughs> D. Like we hugged once, and uh, but that hug, yeah. <laughs> and I just remember thinking to myself, the full rational thought of, I know that young people are dumb. And they like think their first girlfriend is like the one. But, but Genevieve and I are going to get married someday. And I know this. And it's amazing how your your mind can do those acrobats to, yeah. to, to be like, again, it's the same thing we were talking about the stripper where you're like, I, she knows and I know, we know. Like I'm able to do that. And I, I think some people have, it's a horrible self-manipulation you can pull off.
0: Yeah. I mean, it's, if you have self-awareness, it like can extend to the point, like, Because people, you know, you you have people that have, like, zero self-awareness, at least seemingly. Yeah. And then you have people who consider themselves to be very self-aware in a way that it kind of, like, blinds them to their own, you know. Because they're like, I'm so self-aware that I couldn't possibly, you know, be wrong. But then, of course, you're going to be wrong. Yeah. And it's, and, like, at the time, like, you know, when you're young like that, you'll be sort of, um, you know... You you can be, like, overly hopeful. You're like, we're going to get married, and I know we're going to get married. And then now you're probably, like, too cynical in the other direction where it's like, you're going to get married to someone at some point. And, well, you (laughs) know. Maybe, maybe, maybe. We'll table that. But, you know, uh your cynicism would would tell you, I'd assume, that, like, it's probably not it. Sure. Yeah. So it was
1: the last uh, show, which I think was a matinee, um, probably on a Sunday or Saturday or Sunday. Nice. And, like, I really wanted to tell her... uh, I was just like, it was like burning. It yeah. was like a burning desire to tell her I love you. And at the end, Seymour gets eaten by the plant. And <laughs> he comes back on stage uh, with flowers all over his body. Because that was part of the plant. And he sings part of the final song. Gotcha. And because it was a quick change. And so every time I went off stage, she, as the costume designer, would be there to put it on me. Oh. <laughs> and I, I basically, she's putting on putting it on me, in my hand, I'm like, God, I'm just saying, I'm just saying. And then I, right as she finished, I mean, musically, like four beats before I had to run on stage, I was like, uh, also, I, I love you. And <laughs> I ran on stage. I ran on stage and I, I completed the song. And I really felt like in that moment, I, I wasn't necessarily feeling like
0: she needs to say it back. I was just doing it because I had to tell her. Yeah. I think was nice how much how much I mean what kind of it did you see on her face how she would have taken that or was it even too quick for that I think she it was like just like uh not not the bad shock but just like
1: a oh and then I I just ran
0: yeah I ran
1: um and I had to and that was so great I had to get on stage yeah yeah. I had to and then then we we finished we do all the bows um And she was walking me to where my stepdad had the car parked to take me home. And as I was saying bye to her, I was like, and you know, before I'm I'm sorry, I just like I felt all this and she she gave me a kiss and she said, "Uh, no, it's okay. I love you too. And then I got in the car and for me, that was like the
0: best. That's the best. The best. Because you don't get that level of like when you're waiting for the first "I love you" back, you're you don't get that level of anticipation for such a long period of time. I yeah. have to imagine it would be at least you know half an hour to an hour between when you said it and then when she said it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And what what's going through your mind, kind of like you know? I while think you're I was in such a good
1: mood. I think yep. I was in such a good mood because of the show, because of everything, because like it it really.
0: 'Cause you, you, you would assume she would have said it back. So it's not yeah, like Yeah, we
1: were like very it was we were very infatuated with each other. Yeah. And just at that at that place that I think you can only be when you're at when you're like listen, there's part of me that understands why people save it for marriage. Yeah. <laughs> because <laughs> there is something about that like in that moment, you're like, oh, only this other person was able to grant me these feelings, yeah. these things. Yeah. And then you get older and you're like, any fucking sex worker in Amsterdam <laughs> can grant me this for forty dollars. Yeah. But in that moment, it was just like ev- everything's one. Yeah. Like now, like you could have you could have great sex with someone and and be like, they are. Poison and toxic, and they will ruin
0: my life. Like the next moment, The too. next moment. Yeah, with zero like retrospect.
1: Yeah. yeah. Um, and vice versa, you can love someone and not have a, a good sex, and you don't know what to do with that. I mean, it's just – but back then, everything just was told. just all
0: at once. And you have this pent-up longing prior to that where – and, you know, you have whatever sort of insecurities that you have in middle school and, like, early high school. You're like, maybe no one will ever sure, love me. Sure, sure. Maybe no one will ever. And then, you know, you've never – done whatever it is whether it's like sex or say i love you and then you get that for the first time and you're like i'm the fucking man yeah and like you know a lot of your friends have never experienced whatever you've experienced at the time that that's happened and it's just it's the best i always wonder what happened we basically we dated for like four months and then we had
1: summer camps obviously i wanted us to stay together yeah and her camp
0: camps are like several months yeah, yeah, uh, okay. long camps.
1: <laughs> and she, I guess, had, like, a guy who she had dated the summer prior. Who was going to be at the camp? Who was going to be at the camp. <sighs> so what I did, I mean, this is this is where it all went to shit. So, like, before she left, me being super romantic phase, we used to, like, text each other, I'm sure, the worst poetry that's ever been <laughs> Uh, real simple uh, uh, couplets, n- no complex rhyme schemes. Haiku here and there. Key to my heart, blah, blah. <laughs> and uh, I-, I wrote lyrics to a song. and I couldn't make music, so I just wrote these lyrics called I wish I wish upon a star. I know the chorus was I wish I wish upon a star that I could be right there where you are, holding you close throughout the night when you're near, everything's all right. Wow, and that's...
0: I- Okay. <laughs> that's better than I would have expected. Sure,
1: sure. Listen, my, my girlfriend would love if I was still in my songwriting. <laughs> but this is why. I mean, I I, I this is I have to believe that this is partly why I became who I became. Mm-hmm. And I, I like, wrote it out on a star. And, again, we had, we had exchanged poetry, so that, that part wasn't too outlandish. No, no. This we is, had made this mixed CDs for each other. Yeah. Uh, I gave her they were all musical theater songs, poor poor lady. And um
0: <laughs> Oh yeah, I love it. <laughs> yeah.
1: And then I got her this this I cut out the star, I put the lyrics on, I put uh butterfly earrings, like I put it into the paper because she was into butterflies, so I thought this Very and thoughtful. then and then this was this was And you're mailing
0: this to her at her summer camp?
1: No, I'm gonna give it to her uh, prior right before it. she goes. Gotcha. And I like stayed over at her place and I was crying all night long. And her poor parents were just like it's always funny to see like my my younger sister she went through a high school breakup and I I was there for her but part of me is like you will never remember this in six months (laughs) I know it feels this like this, but I promise that of
0: all the heartbreaks in your life, this one will not register. Your brain yeah. will forget this. And it's like your girlfriend's dad is some like well, like how does he fit into these? Like yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, it, yeah.
1: And your girlfriend's dad is probably looking at his kid like, oh my daughter, I fucking this fucking <laughs> goddamn, Jesus Christ, this guy, <laughs> this poor fucker, he's crying. He's and uh, and then I put strings on each point. Uh, she was uh, she was Russian. And I had I love you in English and then I love you in Russian and I think I did two other languages. Jesus and like I Christ gave it to her and it was so it was it, there was no way to wrap this. No. So like I got like two big things of cardboard. I'm sure my dad helped me and I like stapled the cardboard so it was like kind of a big envelope. Like an envelope yeah. But ultimately like I'm sending to her I'm sending her to camp yeah. with this embarrassingly <laughs> large cardboard <laughs> rectangle. Yeah that People she's got are she's got gonna a, ask about yeah that she definitely got in the room and shoved it under the <laughs> <Yeah>. bed <laughs> shoved it under the mattress and all no Optimistically see. if she even brought it that far to Abso- the room absolutely <laughs> absolutely and i remember I, I put my heart into that and i just remember like finally hearing from her at camp and it didn't come up like, she didn't say thank you. She didn't say she had opened it. She didn't. Because she,
0: I Because I oh, she, she'd only seen it in the, the weird cardboard sleeve prior to leaving. It's yeah. So yeah she yeah. like, thanks. And then, oh, no. And she immediately
1: became distant. And, like, th- the only good side of it is, like, when I went to camp, the moment you I, like, found, entered uh, camp, like, I was just, like, with a woman in a dorm room. And I thought, like, I need to be single for this kid, ca- like immediately. Yeah, yeah. I felt what she felt a week prior because her camp had started.
0: Yeah, but camps uh, are so romantic. Like, camps, yo, like, that's the most romantic period of time that you ever experience in your camps life. Are, camps are camps are wild, that and camp- I say that as someone who has never like kissed anyone at summer camp, but I've been there. Sure, I've wanted to. This
1: yeah. was a theater camp. Oh, well, and especially yeah. it was so exciting. Like, again, you can't recreate these things where there was the boys' floor and the girls' floor. And first of all, it was a theater camp. So, like, you, you're, you need to separate the boys' floor a little bit, frankly. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> I mean, it really it really was a wild not not realizing what was happening at theater sure, camp. Sure, yeah. And um, there was just something so thrilling about, like, uh, a a girl would would sneak into my my room and like sneak in boys and boys
0: four, girls were like on top of each other. Yeah, of yeah, yeah, of yeah, yeah, oh, yeah, God.
1: yeah. <laughs> And it's not like the ca- it's not like it was high security or anything. No, no, no. But no. it felt just like we were being dangerous, and it yeah. was so cool. Yeah, like and the that, one yeah. that was like that was definitely my slutty summer camp for sure. So you had so you had a lady at that point in time. I probably Dur- during the camp. I think I like
0: not memorable. It was
1: seven seven week camp, so I probably hooked up with like. Three different people. Okay. But like sometimes it was just a one-off. And then and you're at the age, like, what? You don't want to hook up again? <laughs> I don't understand. We're here for five more weeks. Um, so, but that was like, that relationship was very much that first love, sex,
0: uh, romance. And uh, it's been downhill ever since <laughs> Did you uh did you spend time with her? So after the show, uh, on the day that you said I love her, did you guys spend time that night or, uh, maybe I forget if we
1: had like we're in like doing sleepovers yet, but she it was it ended up being like there was a lot of parents at that at that school that I don't think would have been fine. But her parents are from Russia, and I think they're just, their values were different than typical. Oh, typically. so they were okay with a full yeah. cool sleepover action? Yeah, and she nice. couldn't sleep over at my mom's house. So my stepdad would have never allowed that. But my dad was like, go for it, son. My dad was Hell so yeah. relieved I was straight.
0: <laughs> so relieved. Had you had that conversation with him explicitly, or was it just kind of a vibe where he was like, you really like acting, huh? I uh,
1: <laughs> he's he's like a, He has feminine qualities. Yeah. Like, I think there's a lot of men of that generation... Who could have been bisexual and will never know it themselves. Absolutely and, not. And, yeah. and I, I, don't, I don't know that far. You know, I've, I've certainly asked myself and I've, I've pretty much of the conclusion that
0: I, I am not. Don't you wish you were? I've also had that where I'm like, listen, gender yeah. or uh, um, what's it called? Sexuality, 100% of spectrum. And I, I really just don't think I'm far enough to be into guys at all. But that would be, yeah. be great. Yeah, it'd be great. I think, like, it would
1: be, like, if I hooked up with a guy... It would definitely like if I decided to talk about it on stage. Like, there's yeah. certain things like, like first of all, there's this this insane like gay backlash going on in the country right now, which is just horrifying with drag queens and whatnot. Yeah. But like, I I have a story about being in a musical theater camp that I tell sometimes, and and at this camp I was very drunk and this guy tried giving me a blowjob. No. Oh. And like, I can tell in when I. When it's theoretical, everyone's laughing, and then in certain parts of this country, once I get to the part where my dick is in his mouth, <laughs> they, they, the guys, they shut down, and it's, it's, uh, it's crazy. It's, it's, it's wild to see. Being, I don't know, I you're in San Francisco, I'm in New York. That happens here. We forget here. how liberal, yeah. how, how conservative. The world is
0: yeah because you, you, you think that everyone's kind of like in step with whoever you're around at the time. That's totally not the case. But it's it's just it's just odd to me the 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 pervasive like just why would you care about what other people are kind of like who up to? knows? And it's man. also like you're telling that story on stage presumably to comedic effect. Like For sure you're not you're not there to be like and it was good that he sucked my dick and yeah. I think that that should be a, something that we all it's, you know it's a like, story. It, I mean it's.
1: But I think it's I think it's still shocking. I think I'm still like trying to come to terms with it as straight people should, where like there's this I guess I had assumed that like being gay, given how much it's in the media and whatnot, that it was just more like, yeah, there's gay people.
0: But yeah. to see people still be like homophobic yeah. in America is just
1: crazy
0: to me. And I think, I mean, it's interesting, like, with the distrust of the media, I think that has, like, almost an inverse effect, yeah. where it's, like, the more, you know, in whatever media there's, like, representation of gay people, or there's, like, you know, talking about what gay rights, whatnot, sure. the more they're, like, they're just fucking pouring it down our throat, and we're not going to take it. But it is, it is
1: hard to... There's obviously an old trope that I think people have become exhausted by, of, like, people who are homophobic are all gay, and I, I think it's because, like then to insult them you say like you actually suck dick and yeah. <laughs> and it's like well that feels counter
0: to being accepting that's very that's very like 2011 woke yeah, kind yeah, of yeah, thing yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like you just secretly want to suck me off like, yeah, 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 yeah but but it does seem there's a non-zero amount of that but definitely it's definitely it, not
1: like and it definitely seems like why would you care unless you have some kind of deeper connection to that yeah like i don't even understand as as a as a straight guy i i just especially if i'm like on the scene i mean i haven't been like i've never been an active dater but i know what it's like to be at a bar and there's a better looking guy at that bar and yeah. being like well feeling very like like i'm in the wild like he's he's gonna get all the attention first <laughs> and then maybe i'll be over here and so the I'll idea get the of, of some of them being gay is it's just a net positive i've never seen it never seen it any other way than just like a fantastic you're you don't you don't want to fuck any women you're Great. you're not trying to hit on this person welcome it's fantastic
0: and it's also like a lot of the the hottest guys are gay like the gays are all are, are all so hot they take I care of it, themselves they dress well it's gotta be tough to I, I remember one one
1: one uh gay friend and he was probably projecting but he said to me he's like you know in the gay community. You'd be considered chubby. <laughs> and I was like I was like, oh my God. If if I'm chubby you see, I, don't I mean and, even hear about and, what I mean. <laughs> and 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 especially I mean, this is more more gay men who I feel like I just know more from from theater tastes. But like you see these pictures from Fire Island of some some groups of these guys, and I'm like, when one of you stops having a six pack, are they not invited to a group? <laughs> because you'll see these pictures where everyone is cut. Yeah. They are fucking fit as the whole...
0: And they all look the same. Yeah. And it's like... Often bald. A lot of baldness for whatever reason. Yeah. But like a shaven, stylish (laughs) kind of bald. Like, that's a style. And I... Listen,
1: I hope hope they're having fun, but I see those pictures and uh, I go, whoa. That is... To maintain that body is not easy. Impossible. Impossible.
0: Impossible. How do you find the time? Yeah. Well, Well, uh... Wonderful. Sounds like, Sounds like a nice a nice a nice little romance. I hope uh, I hope you've been able to to recreate that sense of love uh, later in your life. It's it's hard. I th- I just
1: don't think I'm I'm super romantic. And I don't know if it's because you you have that love and you lose it. I think it must be. But everyone loses love.
0: Yeah. But that's why like what was it, do you think, about that specific... I mean, you said that that was what made you less romantic. Like, what was it about that? Just that, like, that was your first big breakup, and so you are like, nah. Yeah, well, what? I think it's, like, I experienced, like, A,
1: what it what it is to have, like, romance rejected. Like, yeah. like uh, where I thought this... Looking back, I describe it, the star that I made and this poem that I made as, like, I joke about it. But in the moment, I was like, this is
0: my art. Yeah. And uh you couldn't have made a more romantic object in terms of consideration and thoughtfulness, yeah. and, and personalization and you know artistic expression of that. So. And
1: sincerity is easy to mock. And and having been a comedian for so long, it's like it's the default setting. It's the default setting to to satirize and and if I and if it's funny, I can always say, well, look, it's funny, people are laughing, yeah. But like if you say something sincere, someone can just go like, ugh. Dumb. this is dumb this is poorly written yeah. this is so many different things yeah. and um, I think it's just a mix of that and this is a mix of where you have those feelings I-, I think in the beginning you have feelings of like you are my one forever yeah. I will die and our our matter will reunite in the universe passing by and then like mm. you just get to a place where these people you don't even think about them anymore and you go like oh I that feeling is a a malfunction in my brain, or it was designed to. Then I just protect them when they got pregnant, and then we procreate, and and it's it's uh, it sucks.
0: It sucks. It sucks. But I I also think there's some you know benefit to because I think early on you have that longing and it feels like a need that you need to have someone. But I think Mm -hmm. as you get older and it's like you know if you get more you know jaded romantically it. Does help in terms of, like, you know, right now I'm not seeing anyone. I'm kind of like, look, you know, if that happens, it happens, great. But I'm also, like, pretty content with how I spend my time. I'm pretty content with, like, the people that I have in my life. Sure. And I don't feel... The sort of lacking that I would have felt at one point in time about not having a relationship, sure. And I think that's healthy as well. And not to preclude, you know, I mean, as I as I get old and people stop hanging out, then it's going to be a sadder situation. That was hard, on, but. I, but that's what I think. That, I think society is
1: is poorly built in that way. I think that's just like a tradition that it's a way that we're, we're broken and isolated. So I don't think that's good either. I think people get in those relationships <laughs> and they have toxic marriages and then
0: they get divorced and cheat and all sorts of stuff in their 40s and 50s. I mean... Yeah. And it I, sucks when you can see that happen where you can see someone who like you know, wanted to be in the relationship so much that they are in a relationship. I mean, because I think there's a balance. I think that, like, if you sort of feel content with being by yourself and just, like, living your life without someone, you're more likely to find a healthy relationship than if you're in a position where you're like, I need to have someone. And mm-hmm. then you'll, like, you know, quote-unquote settle, whatever that means or does not mean. And then yeah. that's when you see the relationships where you're like, that's not going to be a good thing sure. for whatever period of time that happens. I feel about all my friends in a relationship. <laughs> All right. <laughs> uh, name names now. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Sweet. Well, uh, you know, let's hope so so uh, best of luck to you and your girlfriend. It's just
1: very funny. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, you have a positive podcast and my podcast is a negative podcast, branding wise. Yeah. And it's uh you know, I'm glad. Good you're a positive a person, good
0: for you. I mean, I, I think it's uh I, I think that you can start with sort of like a positive subject matter. Like I don't feel the need to be like well, but on the bright side, like sure, I, I'm not, sure. I, I'm not here like trying to do that, but I think that um it's fun to sort of start with a a, a positive topic, and then you can kind of like pick at you know yeah, whatever yeah. it is within there, as opposed to because people have been like, oh, have you ever considered doing the worst day or whatever? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'm like that would. You know, like that would maybe in some situations lead naturally to more comedy. Well, that's why I feel. I think.
1: I think for me, it's like, why did my best day lead to my worst day? That's <laughs> what the journey was.
0: That's how it goes, though. That's, that's how, how it goes. goes. It's ups, life baby. and downs. Yeah, ups and downs. All right. Well, uh, thank you for coming on. My pleasure. Appreciate it. Love. Uh, love to hear from you. And uh, well, I probably gonna come come out after your shows in the immediate time. Yeah, but, but uh, you am, to am plug, I doing plugs? Plug, yeah, yeah plugs. Find
1: me online. I'm at Joe Marco Sarezi. Uh, I'm sure it'll be spelled in the show notes at Joe Marcus Sarezi, <laughs> and then my podcast is called The Downside. Um, it is uh, the opposite of this podcast. So if, you're, <laughs> if you're listening to this and you're like, "God, I my cheeks hurt," I'm smiling so much. Listen to The Downside, and we'll turn that that frown uh, upside upside down. <laughs> well said. Check out The Downside. Uh, thank you for coming on.